0: It's time for Money for Lunch, where we feed your brain and your business with supersized portions of business and financial news. Now, your host, Bert Martinez. Welcome back, everybody, to Money for Lunch. I am excited. So, today, my guest is Norm Blumenthal, and Norm's one of our regular contributors, and he brought this uh, this thing to my attention we're going to be talking about, is... uh, It's basically having to do with uh, what they call uh, tracers, and I'm not going to – you know, you might – if you know what that is, great, but if you're not sure what that is, like I was not aware of, then you'll find this very illuminating, very interesting. But let's get started with the quote of of the day. Uh, Quote of the day is from – oh, there it is. Okay, quote of the day. As we lose ourselves in the service of others, we discover our own lives and our own happiness." Dieter F. Uchtdorf is attributed to that quote. and I love that quote: "As we lose ourselves in the service of others, we discover our own lives and our own happiness. And some of the things that we do in our lives, such as running a business that helps others, uh, if you want to go more altruistic, you know, raising a family I mean, you know, mothers and fathers uh, talk about uh, losing your life to serve others. And that's what parents do, especially, you know, the stay home mom or dad. Uh, so hats off. So let's get this party started with my special guest today, Norm Blumenthal. Norm Blumenthal, attorney for workers and consumers, selected as one of the top attorneys in Southern California. Norm was also inducted in and recognized as one of America's most trusted lawyers in employment law, Norm Blumenthal, as I mentioned earlier, is one of our regular contributors here on Money for Lunch, and I'm excited to have him back on the show. Norm Blumenthal, welcome back to Money for Lunch.
1: Good to be back, Bert. Nice to be with you, and uh, I love the quote of the day about service for others, and let's see if we can tie it into um, the show. One, One thing we talked about, everybody's been talking about, is testing, testing, testing for the coronavirus, but I think most everyone out there... Okay, you test, and, and so what? What does it show? You can be negative one day and positive the next day. Right. Well, because testing itself is is, is, is good, you know, for 24 hours to come in contact with someone else that may have the virus. So it, it, it's, it's not effective as a tool in and of itself. But what it's effective with is when you tie testing into tracing, and tracing is okay. You take a test and you, you don't feel bad. I mean, you don't know you have anything and you turn up positive. You go, "Oh, I'm positive." Well, tracing is at that point in time, and this is what they did in South Korea. As soon as someone sh- turns up positive, they put what are called tracers, people that know how to work their computers and and, you know, bring people take people down, you know, look at your computer interview the person that tested positive, see who his contacts have been over the last uh, 14 days. Contact those people and say, look, uh, John has uh, tested positive for corona and uh, you you were with him. We'd like you to self-quarantine for 14 days from your, your last meeting with, uh, with, with him so that um, – you can be sure that you won't pass on the virus to the extent that you are positive. If you're negative still, and, and we'll test you. If you're negative after 14 days, well then you're, you're good. And you know, most will be negative. A few will be positive, but, and you do the same thing and you follow that routine to track down because what ends up happening is if, if you didn't contact that person who wouldn't know that John had, Tested positive, they'd still be out there with a chance to infect other people, and the infection rate continues, and more people get sick, and it, it's, it's, a, you know, gets worse and worse and worse. But you can stop it by uh, people self-quarantining once they know that John was a, you know, a, uh, infected and they were in contact with him, and then so they, if if they do get it, then they wouldn't have passed it on to anybody else. And that, including people in their own family, because when you self-quarantine, you've got to self-quarantine in one bedroom in your house and stay away from everybody else. Uh, or some, in some places, they actually put you up in a motel. Okay. Now, what's the missing link in, in this equation? The missing link right now is a national plan uh, on providing tracers, people that actually are, are there to trace. And what we have in, in this country is, a, is most people don't know about it, is a, a, a force called AmeriCorps. AmeriCorps is a organization that's federally funded uh, around the country where uh, it's like the Peace Corps, where they go into um, in blighted areas, underprivileged areas, uh, poverty areas, and they provide services. For uh, for these people with the funding from the federal government, it's it's a limited group now. Um, the current uh, en- enrollment uh, is only 75,000 uh, people across the entire country. Well, now they want to take this n- number up. the The proposal is, which is a good one, is to uh, take this number up to 300,000 trades people, have them all committed to Maricor pay a a living wage, and train them to trace. And tracing is not rocket science. You can train a person to be a tracer in a week. And so you have your your first group who learn, and then they train everybody else. And now you have 300,000 people across the country providing these services. And this is is where we're headed. The, The funding is there, which is the good part of it. Um, The Department of Labor has allowed the funds to go out for tracers uh, to the tune of $160 million already. And uh, they have a a pot of about $345 million uh, to fund um, um, tracers, which they can do. So we got the money. We got the idea. We got the people that want to serve. There's more people that want to serve in AmeriCorps than they have um, funds to, to provide. And so it's right. it's all there for for this part of the equation. The trouble is is that we don't have the coordination at the federal level to get this these people and personnel hired and put into the system, trained and put to the uh, service of of this each state who needs these tracers. So that that's really a, a missing piece of the puzzle.
0: Yeah, now that's a, <clears throat> to me this sounds um uh, like a perfect, uh, would you call it a perfect situation? Um, because it's going to put a bunch of people to work. Number one, and it's something that is probably going to be needed for an extended period of time. And on top of that, I think in some like some of these big companies where they're you know they have hundreds of employees. This could also be a standard operating procedure where you might have a, a, a you know a tracer department. Some employee calls in sick for whatever, and they can come in there and trace that employee's you know uh, cubicle office, you know all his movements, whatever. It just I just see this as a as a as a big win out of, you know not. As a big win out of all of this kind of a silver lining right that that everybody's looking forward to or looking for this is one of those silver linings. I think this could be a big you know big little boom
1: right and and you know we're going into a phase now where we're we're reopening, and people are going back to work and they're and a lot of companies big you know companies financial companies uh, um you know uh Chase Manhattan Bank, you know Chase, J.P. Morgan Chase, uh, Chase um, you know, Morgan Stanley, all the big companies in New York that used to have hundreds of thousands of people coming into New York City on public transportation to work in these high rises in in New York. That's not going to happen anymore. They're not calling them back to work now. It, it'll. I think there'll be some of them that'll have to go in because you're going to have to have some personnel, but a substantially less, there'll be a lot of people working from home and having that as part of the equation. This is a a big equation and everything has to work together until we get a vaccine. Uh, Everything has to work together to limit the number of people. Last time I talked to you last month, I said, you know, we've hit the Vietnam war. We went right through um, you know, 50,000 people uh, died in Vietnam. We've just run through that now. We're on our way to hundred to 150,000. We're going to surpass World War One pretty soon in terms of, of deaths because we don't have a coordinated response, a uniform coordinated response to this. So not only are you going to have to have testing, you're going to have to have these tracing. And uh, uh, AmeriCorps, or tracing corps, and people in each company committed, someone committed, to, to learning, taking a course, to learning how to trace, is is a wonderful thing. So you can, because everything has to be local, you can bring right. it down to the local level, but you need federal coordination. So so that's that's where we should be headed uh, to get this get this job done. The other piece of the equation, which Unfortunately, it's it's it started out poorly. Uh Dr. Fauci started out poorly at the beginning of this problem. When he first spoke to the American people, he said, "Oh, you know, we need our masks for the um for the for the PPEs, um for the equipment for our hospital personnel and our first responders and our um, um persons that or have to work, uh, you know, are needed to, to make the system go. Right. And that was a mistake because you don't need, in 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 a setting outside of the hospital, you don't need an 95 mask. You can wear a bandana. And he didn't call for that. And I think it, it's never too late. I think everybody out there needs to recognize that, you need to wear, when you're in public, you need to wear a bandana covering your nose and, and, and mouth. And why do you need it? You need it so that if you are positive and don't know it, when you cough or when you sneeze, the the germs from that cough or sneeze will go nowhere or virtually right. nowhere compared to where you've seen, everybody's seen the the, um, the demonstration, you know, on... Uh, on TV, without uh, some type of covering, it can go ten feet, twenty feet. It can spread in the room and stay there. So if you just have the common courtesy to wear a bandana, if everybody wore one, at that point in time, if we ever, if we all said today, someone said you have to wear a bandana in public for the next fourteen days. In the next 14 days if everybody did that and we had the testing and tracing in place at the same time by the end of 14 days we'd have the new infection rate down to zero. Sure we could do that. We could do that if with a coordinated effort, but we don't have it. We have this choppy piecemeal and we have people, you know, protesting against wearing a bandana. I mean what's what's the difference? I mean what is the big deal? It also keeps you um, you know you have to wash your hands, but it keeps you from touching your face with your hands, which is, again, a principal cause of people getting it. They touch a piece of metal that has the virus on it. They touch their face and boom. But if you wear a bandana in public, you may touch a piece of metal. You don't touch your face. You get off the, the subway or pub, bus or public transportation or up the stairways. You wash your hands. You take your bandana off. You're safe. So it's a win-win situation for both the person wearing the bandana and the public at large. So there's, there's things that could be done that we're just not doing. And that's because of the lack of this federal coordination across the country, unfortunately. So there's well, better I think things. You
0: hit the nail right on the head in the sense that you have, you have some people who have made the jump from, I am being forced to be locked down, I am being forced to isolate, I am being forced to wear a mask, to my rights are being deprived, my constitutional rights are being uh, taken away from me. And, and to me, it's the funniest thing that somebody would say that. And of course, the people who are unwilling to wear masks are the same people who, for whatever reason, have made this massive leap. And it has... You know, it has nothing to do with that. Nobody is suspending anybody's rights. People, we're in uncertain territory. There is not a manual that says, upon receiving a pandemic, you know, do steps one through ten. And that's why um, people are jumping all over the, the you know, the elected officials. Um, and I don't care whether they're Democrats or Republicans, you know, they somehow believe that we're being lied to, and that, and and all this false information, it's simply because this doesn't happen. Thank goodness, doesn't happen on a regular basis. Where there's some massive playbook that everybody can go to and say, "Okay, this is this is how you do this." Um, you know, this everybody needs to kind of you know have a little bit of patience. We don't know what's going to happen now as, as these cities open up. We're going to have a spike because. Um, it's just it's it's a normal result of, of all of a sudden all these people brushing up against each other, being around other people, whether they wear a mask. Uh, some won't, you know. And, and as you mentioned, you're you're touching different environments. You're not aware of it, but you know I think I think back to what you're saying. Look, people, we need to chill a little bit and understand that from the president down to the governor down to the Mayor, you know, you name it, down to the councilman or councilperson, everybody in between. This is very uncertain, uncharted territory, and we need to kind of just, you know, use some caution, and and yeah, stop complaining about, you know, some of this stuff.
1: Yeah, it's. It, I remember. I mean, a lot of people weren't here, but I remember when seatbelts first came in. Yeah, And uh, seatbelts used to, if you didn't put them on, there'd be a buzzer. I mean, now there's there's a buzzer, too. You know, it goes on and goes off. But it used to be a buzzer that would stay on until your seatbelt was buckled. So a lot of people buckled the seatbelt behind them because they refused to wear a seatbelt. Other yeah. people disconnected the buzzer underneath the seat because they refused to wear a seatbelt. But eventually, the word got out. And now, I, you know, everybody... It's just a matter of practice. You get into your car, you put on your seatbelt because it's just the way you do things. Right. For this for this virus, it's going to be one of these things. I'm out, I wear a bandana when I go out. And a lot of people ask me, "So why are you wearing a bandana? I said, I'm wearing a bandana to protect you. Right. I said, you know, and they go, what? what? What do you mean? I said, because that way if I have it and I sneeze or I cough, I won't get you infected. And they go, oh, maybe I should wear one to protect you. And if everybody wore one to protect the other person, if we could all just get together and think as a country that we want to protect each other, we could have this beat in 14 days. With with tracing and testing in place.
0: You know, and and, and I agree. I think that, look, again, uh, I love the idea of, a army of contact tracers out there. Um, I, I love that idea. Um, and and again, look, if you're going to be around other people, you should be wearing a mask. And and you know, and if you're not willing to wear a mask, then at the same time, I don't think you have any room to complain about what may happen afterwards. Uh, and back to your point about testing, yeah, testing is you know, is, is, is great. It may give you a false sense of security because, again, you can, you can test negative today and be positive tomorrow or two days from now. It's no different than your car is running perfectly one day and then it's not. It's just, you know, it's just the way it is. And, and there's, there's no, we call it, there's no immediate fix, but it does require us to have a coordinated effort. In, right, and
1: what what it comes uh, in like this town I live in, we had at the beginning we had a cluster. We had um, eight women, eight moms went to Colorado on a ski trip, and they this was way back at the beginning in March, and they uh, you know unbeknownst to themselves and, and and or anything, they came back and they all were infected, uh, and what they immediately did in our, our town is they they traced. Uh, and they traced everybody they were in contact with and we had a spike at the beginning we have a small town we have a spike at the beginning of 33 people but having the testing in place and having the ability to have the tracing in place we did not get any more cases for another eight weeks we've just had three new cases but we were in a position where we stayed at that 33 level that we originally started with uh, because of that cluster and that's how you do it. You find the cluster, and you trace everybody they were in contact with, and you quarantine them to have them self quarantine for 14 days. And it's yeah. and that is is that that's the magic number. That's how you do it. And if everybody else is out there in mask mask is if you know if you want this country to come out of this, if you want restaurants to be open soon, if you want to be able to do what you want to do, well then you got to get the number down to the infection rate that is the number of people you infect down below yourself, so it's down to zero right that's what they've done in Israel they had they they took these towns they do it by townships, and all the townships they take it down to zero because it's it's a local problem, but it has to be coordinated to federal level. People have to feel that everybody's in it. Like I, you, know, you see people on the street, they all are wearing masks. That's the patriotic thing to do because you're protecting everybody else. You're saying to everybody else, I don't want you to be infected. That's what you're telling them. And yeah, that's and the here, message here everybody should be sending. It's extremely selfish, just like it was selfish for people not to wear seatbelts. Who was going to be the one that was going to get slammed? The guy not wearing the seatbelt. And so it's it it, 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 there, it makes no sense you right. know, common sense and, should prevail
0: and and here's the deal here's the deal again, look, you're a small business operator, I'm a small business operator. We don't want to be closed any more than we have to uh certainly, it has been difficult for hundreds of small businesses during this uh situation. I would say tens of thousands maybe i i probably let me rephrase it probably it's millions of small businesses. And their employees who have suffered tremendously. But check this out, ladies and gentlemen. If somebody in your business gets sick, and all of a sudden, you know, uh, and, and of course, as we all know from the flu and the cold, that uh, it doesn't it doesn't uh, take everybody down at the same time. It's the staggering effect. So now your business, instead of being affected for just 14 days, now it could be affected for 14 weeks. And and guess what? And and if it gets really bad, you're going to have to close your business and your customers aren't going to want to go to your store. It's just, you know, something as simple as wearing a mask. And in some cases wearing gloves, Um, you know, there, there's a store that I uh, frequent pretty often and they don't even want to touch your credit card. And I'm okay with that. They just say, Hey, you know, please swipe it. You know, they, they've updated their, their register. So now the, the cash register person will hand you the, uh, the device, and you just swipe your card, and that's not the way they did it before. Uh, and so, it, back to what you're saying, it's common sense. Let, let's just yep. let's just side on the uh, what do you call it uh, on the side of caution. I'm, I'm missing a word there, but right. you know, bottom line is, what's the old saying about a, a pound? No, uh, an yeah, ounce, ounce
1: of, of prevention is worth a
0: pound of cure.
1: Right, and, ounce and, of prevention is worth a pound of cure.
0: Thank you. That's what it is. And so, thank you. And so, so that's kind of where we're at it. And I am just blown away by so many people that are just like, well, I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to, you know, it's just like, come on. You're making this thing drag out longer than it should. And let me tell you for you, for, I know there's a lot of people saying, Hey, I haven't gotten sick. I don't know anybody who's gotten sick. That's great. That is one of the blessings or benefits that have come out of this lockdown it's not because it's fake or it's not because of some other government conspiracy. Listen, if you don't believe this thing is real, why don't you head down there to New York and New Jersey? Yeah. Go down there um, and, and see how fake it is and, and talk to somebody who's lost a child or a loved one and, and you know, just get, get on the front lines.
1: Yeah, And in all offices, like my office, like we closed down the office in the middle of March and the only person that can, is allowed to come into the office is me. Everybody else is working from home, and they and are, the groups coordinate themselves. The law groups uh, that I have, various groups, through Zoom, and it, it's working out. Um, you know, our work still gets done. We're still monitoring the situations of, of others that work from home. There's a, a lot of uh, labor issues now in 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 these home offices that we're monitoring to make sure that the employees are not being abused in their home office to make sure that they aren't you know working off the clock you know they're working more hours than they should they are, and make sure that the uh the employer provides for meal and rest breaks like they have to uh that the employer provides for the cost of uh, home office uh and there's there's issues there with that the, the expense reimbursement for the home office has to be provided for so that we've done that here, and I and we want to, you know, this this is my business, and anybody that um, is now working out of a home office and is not being reimbursed for their home office expenses is not uh, being, uh, you know, having their proper rest breaks and meal breaks. They aren't taking them. Um, these are things that you know they should should get a hold of us for because we can handle that because under this new paradigm that's also something we we don't want anybody to to get sick and we don't want anybody who's working to be abused in terms of working uh more hours than they should or going out of pocket for their home office expenses and this is going to be the way it uh it's going to last i think in in the future There's, in the bigger companies why would they have a, a office a huge office downtown um in like in New York City and commu- and have their employees commute there when they can reduce their their office space save the money and uh, have their employees work out of hu- out of their house the 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 issue is is you have to make sure that those employees are being properly reimbursed for their home office expenses
0: yeah a- absolutely and in some cases Uh, I know a lot of people uh, already have internet at home, but sometimes a uh, and we call it you'll have to you may have to ramp up your speed. Uh, My wife works for State Farm, and she's working from home. And uh, because of the uh, between what I do at home and what she now does at home, we had increase our internet speed to take the bandwidth. And State Farm was more than happy to reimburse for that in, uh, in uh, what do you call it? Uh, so, so it, it may not be, you know, maybe something simple, like again, be upgrading your internet speed so you can handle the workload and those mm-hmm. things are very easy to accommodate. Um, but I think that, and I mentioned this before, I think that from now on, the, the days of coming to the office with the sniffles is gone. Yeah. You know, if you have the sniffles, stay home, work from home, and I know there's, uh, I think Twitter put out uh, uh, a press release as well as some tweet that they're not going to have any of their employees come back. They're just going to, yeah. you know, if you want to work from home, you stay there and you work from home. And if you want to work at the office, you can work at the office. They're, they're leaving it completely up to the employee. And I think that's going to resonate, uh, you know, around the world, definitely around the United States. And, and I think more and more people are, are going to enjoy that option.
1: Right, and and the and with that option, I, you know, the, the idea of the grocery store being the place you go for your food, and and the small local uh, uh, restaurants, it's it's going to be where we're headed instead of the large, you know, um, um, executive luncheons and and meals and and um, other things in, in in big restaurants and fancy restaurants. I think that's going to change for a while. I mean it, it'll come back in terms of people who want to get out and have a nice nice meal for a nice dinner but that's going to be a while and uh that's the the unfortunately that's the business that's really been hit the worst is the restaurant yeah. business and it's not coming back anytime soon along with the uh, mass entertainment businesses they they're just not coming back but they'll be back when they have a vaccine but in the meantime uh everybody ha- we have to get this uh, infection rate and death rate down and the way to do it is through everybody just put a mask on, wear a bandana. When I was a little kid, I used to love to wear a bandana, you know, run around playing cowboys and Indians. And so, you know, this, this is my chance to catch up when people complain. So now every, just you know, put that on and make, it, make life simple for yourself and others. And we have the tracing there and we have the testing. If we get the tracers out there, we can beat this thing if we all work together for 14 days.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I do want to interject this about the bandanas and the masks that, uh, that we, uh, as non-medical professionals get away with wearing, they can actually be pretty stylish, uh, you know, depending on what you do for, for work, you can have your logo on your mask. Uh, you mentioned a bandana, bandana and, and, you know, they can be fashion statements. They don't have to be, you know, whatever, uh, clinical or, or uh, boring, I mean, you can have fun with it.
1: Right. And you can have it. I'm sure there will be designers coming out with designer masks, you know, in, in the very near future. And so, it, it yeah, you you, you got to treat it as something that's a real positive because you're helping other people. I mean, you're, we're all in this together. And if one yeah. person doesn't wear a mask and, and they're infected, they're gonna they're going to spread it to other people. It's just that simple. Yeah. And, uh, and, and unfortunately, fortunately, if you do wear a mask, you know, you're it's it's it it doesn't protect you from getting it from someone else that's infected. But it, it protects you from the infected if you are an infected person from spreading it. So right. that's the whole concept. And from you touching your face where. Yeah. Where and, and those you are know, two uh, things.
0: And, and what's so shocking to me, Norm, is that. I think the the statistics is something like we touch our face like 20 times an hour. Right. And it's just like blows me away. And, and I'm I've, since that came out, I've become more aware of how often I do touch my face. You know, uh, sometimes it's to adjust my glasses, but some you know, and, and, and but I, in order to push my glasses up, you kind of got to, for those who wear glasses, you have to, you, you kind of rub your nose a little bit and to, to push those glasses up. So it could be something, something as simple as that. But, um, uh, mm-hmm. Bottom line is, we are in it together. Caution is the, what do you call it, the rule of thumb here. I mean, just let's yeah. just be cautious for the next 14, maybe the next 30 days, and let's get this thing done.
1: Yeah, and, you know, uh, also another point that they don't bring out, you can uh, get the infection in, through your eyes. That's another yeah. in, input. So, hey – You want to really look cool, wear a pair of sunglasses and your mask when you're out, you know, I
0: mean,
1: and a hat, too. Keeps it off your hair. I mean, you know, and walk into a bank, see how they treat you. But, you know, enjoy it. Have some fun with it. I mean, you know, keep yourself covered, and uh, you'll be better off. And so let's, let's, you know, 14 days together, everybody. Just get out there. Have some fun.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Norm Blumenthal, thank you so much. And for you guys, if you have questions, if you think that maybe you're not getting your rest breaks, if maybe you're not getting reimbursed for some of uh, your home expenses, home office expenses, check out Norm and his team at Bam Law, CA. That's B as in boy A M Bamlawca.com and Norm and his team will point you in the right direction. It doesn't cost you a dime to to get that information to make sure that everything's copacetic. Norm Blumenthal, thank you, my friend. Looking forward to having you back again.
1: Thanks, Bert. Always a pleasure. Take care.
0: You bet. Good stuff there from Norm Blumenthal. Um, You know what? And guys, look, it is inconvenient. It is a pain in the butt. I get that. Uh, You know, I don't want to wear a mask any more than I need to. But it's not about my comfort. It's really about safety. Uh, The mask may help you a little bit in not catching anything but it helps a lot in not spreading anything and that's really uh what Norm's talking about we're in it together let's win this thing together and as always my friends let's share this episode with everyone we know let's talk let's help people understand about this contact tracing how it works what we can do and as always my friends remember you were created to succeed Tune in Monday through Friday here on Money for Lunch. And check out our website at moneyforlunch.com.